0: Tour, 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 tour junkies. What's going on, Golf Addicts? Welcome to the 2023 Byron KH Lee Nelson betting preview. We are the tour junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat. I'm Sib- You're probably this is probably not the first time you're watching us, so I probably don't have to do that in inter- that, that uh introduction because I would imagine most people would not choose the Byron Nelson to start watching us. I don't or know. Listening. Um listening to us or watching, yeah. Um is that water? This is Tito's, baby. I'm going, going planted, Is that straight Tito's? Planet Tito's. No, it's uh, Planet Tito's with some uh, Perrier lime uh, Oh, so, wow. Soda. You're going to the Perrier. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, wow. Listen, um, I want to talk about something. First of all, before the show, we were talking about how sensitive Pat's body is. Pat kind of has a sensitive body. I don't know if it happens when you get old. It just stuff starts failing on you, but it just weird stuff happens. I I just my tummy was hurt. That's it. My tummy was hurt. Well, okay. It just gets a little. It gets a little interesting. Um, let's do this. I want to talk about down the board because I got some names I want to recap real quick. Oh yeah, I got some too on down the board. Okay, down the board presented by our friends at Leaderboard. As is this podcast, you can download the Leaderboard app in the iOS store right now. Link is in the description of the podcast and video. They got some new features coming out I just learned about today that I'm getting pumped about. Going to be doing some fun stuff in the Discord, in the Nut Hut with the leaderboard crew. I love how creative they are. They're just great, great guys, super smart, and they got a great team building a fantastic on-course app that is free for you. Just make sure you use referral code TJ when you do. Um, You know, track your golf stats, settle your bets on the app with your friends. Sends it right over to your USGA Gen handicapping record. Uh, It's a great time. So the leaderboard app is awesome, and we appreciate them. Down the board presented by leaderboard. I mean,
2: dude, it sucks when you hit your guy,
0: when you don't hit your guy that you've been betting on. Oh, God. Wyndham Clark has, I have been riding that boy, riding him. Hard, I mean, technically, we both have. Let's not, okay, let's we not... have, we have, but I mean, like, ah, like, I just, God, it just made me so angry. It made now, me happy, deal, but though, it made me I angry. I gotta interrupt,
1: you know, too many times we're just all focused on the betting cards, and I get it, I get it, but maybe we need to go back and check the tape because I feel fairly certain that we talked about Wyndham Clark and we said even after the bad outing at Mexico to take wind to take window.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not the saying we didn't show. I can't remember if it was the betting show. I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not saying we didn't talk about him and we have talked about him a lot. And so in some ways I feel justified because I knew I felt like the wind was coming. I felt like he had leveled up. And that's what I want to talk about too, specifically as we go down the board, I felt like that had happened. I, I know you had to, um, we've all seen it. I mean, anybody that has any sort of data subscription, website subscription to whatever, Fantasy National or whatever, like you could see it cl- plain as day. You don't need us to tell you that. But we've been just riding them so hard. And just to be off in this scenario and like, God, I, I just, it kind of like, I mean, I know I'm, you're not going to hit them all, right, when your guys, when your guys win. But it kind of reminded me like in the betting world, if you're just really hot on a guy and you're just really bullish on a guy, you you're, you're like you know you just get pot committed to a certain point and you mm-hmm. just feel like hey if there's if if there's a little blip on the radar in Wyndham's production maybe it was a, a kind of a, a tough first round or second round or whatever it was the, the week prior he still made the cut and backdoor to top thirty I think we talked about that yeah. but like if if there's a little blip it doesn't mean you just abort ship or it doesn't mean you know and I mean you were looking at an elevated event but it was. Sands, Rom, and Scheffler—like this wasn't a crazy stacked field, but it was pretty good. I just, I just wish future me could have gone back to you know a week ago me and been like, dude, he's your horse. Like you've been riding the horse, keep on riding him, baby, because he ain't getting any worse. He's playing awesome, and no, he's freaking he's dominating continuing to show the signs of great play. So he levels up, right? And so I, I. I We talk about this a lot of golfers. We've talked about it with Tony Finau. We've talked about it with Max Homa. These guys are just seemingly something changes in their game, and it levels up a notch. By the way, two of those three guys we're talking about, coached by Boyd Summerhays. Have you thought about this? Boyd Summerhays is coaching Tony Finau, Wyndham Clark, and Talon Gooch. Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. (laughs) board's boyd summerhays is coaching yeah but what why why did you how did you get to talon taylor because it's it's just one letter off taylor Uh, taylor gooch taylor gooch like boyd's making some cash right now i mean wouldn't have got a three million dollar paycheck freaking gooch made nine something in the last three weeks like boyd's doing pretty good uh he can buy a lot of black shirts and pants with that money but you talk about golfers leveling up and You see it coming in with Wyndham. I think the level up is he finally figured out how to hit his irons. He's always been a bomber. He's always been a great putter. He finally figured out how to hit his irons. And he's been consistent since October. The iron play has been tremendous. But there's a few names down the leaderboard that I think we also may need to pay attention to. And I don't think they're on quite the level that Wyndham elevated to. Like, Wyndham is a supreme driver of the golf ball on the PJ Tour, which is an absolute weapon on on today's PJ Tour venues. He's a supreme putter that nobody really ever talked about since he came out on tour in 2018. Like he is a top 20 percentile putter on the PGA tour. And now if you add this skill, it takes him from possibly, you know, an average or slightly above average player to potentially like kind of a dude. Like, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Maybe we're looking at another Max Homa situation. This could be overreaction theater. But I, I, I did this thing on Instagram. Max Homa, before he got his first win, had three top tens on the PGA Tour. Three before he got his first win. Wyndham has 15 leading up to his first win. It, it took him a little longer to get the win than it did Max Homa, but he's also never lost his card like Max Homa did. And I'm just thinking, like, with his ability off the tee, if he keeps this thing going, like, and now the confidence, and they talked about his headspace and all that kind of stuff, All that stuff changes a guy. We saw it change Max Homa, did we not? Like, we saw when Max realized it was beyond the physical, but also the confidence that it takes, the confidence to say, like, I belong here, I can compete with these guys. Max turned a corner, and everybody better watch out. I'm just saying, I think Wyndham Clark, 29 years old, not married. We have heard gets – has a lot of ladies. Uh, We have heard that. Um, But not married. (laughs) <laughs> Strokes in home life should be doing pretty well for Wyndham Clark, and all I that mean, is the, a recipe. Flood gates success. could be open for sure. Yes, absolutely. But names down the board that I think are leveling up again—not to that that level—but names that we need to watch if we're not already watching them. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Michael Kim seems to like seems to be leveling up. Like, damn it, I'm so mad at you. Is that who you had? Yeah. Why? Why do you? Why do you talk so much? Sometimes I'm the host, and I just have a lot to say. So go ahead. All right, go ahead. You go with Michael Kim. You go. I mean, I'll fill in the gap. I have a few names here, but I I don't want to get into too much too too much detail into all of them. But he's just a guy that's been doing really well, and I mean, it's not that like we're not paying attention at all to what he's doing, but he may have leveled up the game. We'll see how much longer it lasts. But if it keeps going, like the guy may have found him something, and and props to him for doing so because he's one that lost his way and came back. Um. Just a few other names quickly. It looks like Stefan Yeager kind of leveled up. I think some of that's been due to some distance increases that he's had, which is not going to hurt you on the PJ Tour. I think Joseph Bramlett is another one that's kind of leveling up a little bit. When I just looked at the field last week and I thought about guys who are now consistently performing, even in tough fields, guys where normally they, 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 they just seem to be lacking something, seem to be putting all things together, and now there might be only one slight weakness in the game and not two or three. I think those three guys are, are names to continue to watch. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. I mean, I think especially Michael Kim was one that I thought of. And I'll talk about him probably a little mm-hmm. bit later in the show here because I got a few nuggets for you uh, when it comes to this week. Um, but he is, he's definitely playing well. And if you think about Michael Kim, the dude was missing every cut. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I am, I'm, am supp- I mean, I think he was on his last straw with the PGA Tour. Like he was, he was about to be going down to the corn ferry at some point. But he's been playing fantastic, so I, I'm with you there. Um, another guy that I think is is leveling up, and he's been leveling up, but he continues to be priced cheap, is Dylan Wu. Oh, I dude, mean, you Dylan Wu, if you just look at his last four events, T16 at Corrales, T39 at Valero, T15 in Mexico, T21 last week, Dylan Wu continues to play well, yet he does not get a whole lot of credit for it when you look at the where he's priced. He's always kind of in that low 7K range, high 6K range, in a good field event like the Wells Fargo. This week is at 7,400 like on DraftKings, But and then his odds are, I didn't even look at what his odds are, but still, I mean, Dylan Wu is definitely leveling up. Yeah. The I other agree. guy, though, that I think is just like leveling sideways is Justin Thomas, and I know he's not in the field this week. I get it. But the putting just continues to be an issue. But his, he's right there. I feel like JT's right there. But the 18th hole was a microcosm of his entire year. Hits a great shot into 18 to finish off his round. He's got like a little four or five footer. And I'm sure it's a tough putt. They're, those greens were tough. And he misses it. Like doesn't even hit the freaking hole. And boom, you know, he's yeah. disappointed to finish another another tournament. So JT is another one that I think is just like, I don't know what's going to happen with. And I don't even want to get into Rory. We'll <laughs> just save Rory
0: to another for another. I'm just so, I'm, I'm kind
1: of, I, I, I'm really kind of down.
0: Rory's down freaking toast, it. man. He's freaking yeah. toast. Yeah. Uh, it's a couple of comments here. Thank you, Chris. Chris says last week we definitely brought up Clark. He was early in the early builds, but he didn't stick. No complaints. And then uh, our boy DT, Dave, uh, DT Dave has a good point here. I mean, here's the thing. Fall swing is not too far away where guys like Kim, Bramlett, et cetera, have a much easier, much easier fields to contend with. Yeah. I mean, and they're doing exceptional in the tough fields they're in now. So yeah, if you start eliminating all these really good players, if these guys continue the hot, the hot play, I mean, that could be, um, that could be next level stuff for those guys. So that down the leaderboard presented by leaderboard download the golf app in iOS stores right now for free link is in the description. I just think, I think that's that's some good things, and I wanted to talk about the Wyndham thing because I want to whine just a little bit, but also just just some betting, outright betting theory there. It could be wrong. It could be wrong theory. I'm not saying it's a right theory, but it could be wrong. I, I'm getting to the place, Pat. I, I will tell you this. I'm not to the point where I'm thinking about writing on my face like you did earlier in the year, but... I think if I if I don't hit one this week and now I, I go to break even on the units, you know, I've been up for most of the year. If I get the, if I don't hit one here and I'm break even going in the PGA next week, I'm going to need suggestions on what I'm writing on my face if the PGA doesn't work out. So I'm, I'm getting to that point. Well, and it's got to be like legit suggestions. It can't yeah. be, you know, raunchy. things yeah. like that. Boobies. But you know today, yeah.
1: DB, I did this for you. I'm wearing blue.
0: And yeah, look at us. You can't
1: probably tell, but there's little.
0: Oh tiny, god, we little, both did it. Oh geez, producer tiny Sam. Tiny little be
1: wishbones so... all over this. Wishbones yeah. are good luck.
0: Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, producer Sam would be really mad at my this shirt. I didn't even think about it. Um, He'd
1: probably be mad at mine too.
0: Uh, I will. I will say this. Sam. Last week, if you missed the Nut Hut chat on Wednesday night, boy, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was things to forget. Well, and you well, might have forgotten forget. all of them. I <laughs> <laughs> did forget. If you missed the live chat with me, Pat, and Chris Perry last week, good Lord on you. You should have been there. I will also say you missed a couple of vital pieces of information. Number mm-hmm. one was some information we had on Jordan Spieth. It was a rumor. We didn't quite know what what to make of the rumor. It it, it kind of bounced me off a little bit. I think I looked at you, Pat, on, on Thursday and said I had removed him from all DFS lineups. Unfortunately, I had already bet him on Monday. Um, so I couldn't take the bet back, but I, I had already, you know, put, you know, taken him out of DFS lineups. And um, very interesting to see what Mr. Jordan did last week. And uh, I don't know if it's related. And now he's withdrawn from the Byron Nelson, citing a wrist injury from his, uh, you know, main sponsor, at and Byron Nelson. Be very interesting to see uh, what happens there, but that you missed that. You, you know, I also thought about this. I got to give you props, Pat. Mm-hmm. a lot of times on the range. We spent a lot of time on the driving range yes. last, late, last week. We were on the range, both me and Pat, at the, uh, at the Wells Fargo, right there with, with a bunch of players. We talked to a bunch of players and caddies we know. And one of the things that you brought up, and I wasn't really paying attention, I think because I was doing the, the thing with the tour, the golf bet thing, and you guys were standing there paying more attention. But you brought it up in the chat on Wednesday and said, listen, I think, uh, I think something's up with Jason Day, is what you said. You, you said you'd been, you'd been, you were watching him like he was kind of doing some stuff with the swing. He goes on to miss the cut on the number, but, you know, lost the stroke with approach. Um, I don't know. So that was, that was a nice little nugget that you dished out there. Anyway, uh, aside from that though, your performance on the Wednesday night chat was well worth, I believe probably the price of admission. So um, I don't know about that. it's, It's little nuggets like that, that can save you some cash. Um, You know, and as those happen throughout the year, I think they make the Nut Hut very well worth it. Uh, We'd love for you guys to hop in the Nut Hut. It's a great time to get in here. Major season is upon us. It's only nineteen ninety nine a month or one ninety nine for the year. It is a wonderful community that we're absolutely thrilled with. And uh, I think we've, I think we've kind of trimmed some of the fat in the Nut Hut too, which is good. We've got, you know, I don't want to say any names, but I think we've trimmed some of the fat. We had a good group in there. Things are vibing. People are smart in there. Sharp in there. Uh, you got Joe Idoni's exclusive head-to-head top 20 picks all in there, only in the nut hut. It's just been a, it's been a good time, and I'm, I'm excited about where it's going. Um, all right, let's get to the top of the board that is speechless. However, if I'm seeing this correct, let me just go to the website, because this could not be up to date where I'm looking, but let me just make sure. Okay, no, it's not. It's close. I think FanDuel was kind of napping. On the Jordan Spieth news, they they were napping a little bit, but it looks like they've somewhat corrected, but still they still I might need to refresh some things here. I, I could see this being a little bit off. Yeah. Um. So luckily in the in the we did the first look chat this morning uh, with the Nut Hut family, and we did jump on Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton is my only pick up here, and he was my only pick this morning in the twenty five to one or shorter range. He was at sixteen to one most of the day. He's now shortened down to kind of that 13 to 14 to one range. He was the only play for me up here. Obviously, I wasn't going to bet Scheffler, four and a half to one in a birdie contest. I just, I mean, the, the, the only question mark for Scotty Scheffler all in the last, what, two years has been possibly the putter. And so, you know, uh, we come to an event where like 24 and 25 under has won the last two years. Like you better get it done in the birdie fest. If you look on Fantasy National, his average strokes gained by difficulty His worst is easy courses. He still gains strokes, but it's his worst performance. So, I mean, if there's ever a time not to bet the guy at three to one now, what is he, three and a half to one uh, with Jordan dropping out? I do think it's this week. Um, So, you know, I I think Hatton was the logical choice here. And even, you know, looking now as odds have adjusted, I I still don't think there's anyone in here to really spend a lot of time talking about. I, I just like Hatton from the, Iron play and putting—that that is the thing here. That is the key at Byron Nelson at the Craig, at TPC Craig Ranch. You know, if you look at strokes gained metrics from the last couple of years, not a whole lot of strokes gained off the tee here. Most of them are done uh, with iron play, especially a, a few uh, a l- little bit extra bump in percentage points in terms of percentage of shots hit over that 200 yard range. A lot of long par threes, and I guess into some of these par four or par fives. Um, you know, and the putter, and so. Because you gotta, you know, large greens, avoid three putts, throw darts, make birdies. I mean, I, I just, I just think Hatton's the guy up here. Yeah,
1: I do agree. I think Hatton is is the guy. Um, I, I think, you know, now it does, you know, at it, it twelve to one is what I'm seeing at. It, you know, I wish I, I would have gotten him a little bit earlier when he, you know, before Speed withdrew. But um, I do agree there. I think Tom Kim's interesting at twenty one to one on FanDuel. I mean we we've seen flashes from him i feel like it's getting a little better he, he's been going through a little bit of a lull it feels like but i don't i don't play was
0: better last week i think yeah um,
1: and you know you saw some um the putting is the problem yeah it's that's that's been a big issue what but, is
0: joe doing i need to message joe we need we need to message joe scover be like come no. on but i do think tom kim at 21 to 1 is somebody that i'm looking at but other than
1: that there's just not really there's not really anybody in here. I, you know, I talked about Jason Day last week in the chat. A little worried about where he's at with yeah. the swing. So it just looked like he was struggling with it a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm with you there. I mean,
0: is there anything else to really talk about in the range? I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I, we might talk about some of these guys in DFS. I could see that. I mean, there's no way you can bet K.H. Lee again, right? Like third, third time in a row. He'd be the most recent one since Steve Stricker to win the same event three years in a row. He's 25-1. to He just finished eighth at the the Wells Fargo. I mean. So he's giving people something to think about. But, I mean, 25-1 to just is not right. I mean, it is obviously very baked into his price, what he's doing. Odds are he's not going to win three times in a row. Yes, I realize we said last year there's no way he wins back-to-back years. Okay, well, there's even less of a chance he wins back-to-back-to-back years. I, I just, you know, 25. He probably wasn't 25-to-1 last year. I, I bet you wasn't No, I, I, I doubt it. So I don't, I don't think he can do that,
1: right? Like, so we, we're, we move on. I mean, it is golf. You can do anything you want. <laughs> but, I mean, I just don't think that – I'm not betting him at 25-to-1.
0: There's not a lot of bets. That's the other thing we talked about this morning that, we should probably discuss. I mean, looking at the weather, there, there does look to be some weather moving in, which may be a reason to kind of, you know, slow down on, on blowing all the units on your outrights too early in the event there could be some sort of weather wave advantage. It's looking like it is looking like this this week we're going to get some wind and we're going to get a, we're going to get some rain. I mean, we're going to get rain uh, Wednesday or overnight, Tuesday night into Wednesday, that's going to probably soften up the golf course. It's already zoysia fairway, so the ball doesn't bounce at all. It's going to make it play longer if it, if it rains. Uh, it's going to be hard to dry this place out if they get the kind of rain they're looking at, which is like an inch or so uh, between Tuesday and Wednesday. You got gusts in the high to mid-20s on Thursday, You know gusts in the mid to low-20s on Friday, same kind of thing Saturday, then more rain coming in Saturday and Sunday. This could be a t- complete disaster of a tournament um it could be but you know what maybe
1: we'll get some first round leader plays i'm committed by the way to have some first round leader plays in the in the nut hut this week so um hopefully hopefully we have a a little bit of a weather advantage
0: yeah hopefully we'll see all right let's move on to the next range uh oh you know what i did get right this past week pat oh shit Jeez. You know, when I used to do these in the Nut Hut in the Discord, <laughs> nobody ever paid attention. Nobody ever paid attention. I wanted mm-hmm. to do them in the chat on Wednesdays. Nobody did it. Nobody wanted to do it. DB, no. Uh, but so, you know what I did? I took my ball and I went home. I, I said, you know, nobody wants DB's round robin top 40 bets every oh, week. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No, oh, we're going to get to that. Nobody mm-hmm. wants DB's top 40 round robin bets every week. And so I just stopped doing them in the Nut Hut. But then. Our friends at Sobet came along and said, We need an exclusive tour junkies bet in Sobet that you only put in Sobet. And I said, You know what? Fine. I'll take the top 40 round robin and I'll bring that into Sobet. Maybe they'll appreciate it because the Discord doesn't appreciate it. And you know what's happened? We're two weeks into this thing. Last week, we lost a full unit. This week, we got all five selections comfortably in the top 40. We had Wyndham Clark, Gary Woodland, Ricky Fowler, Tommy Ladd, and Taylor Moore, all in top 40s. They comfortably cashed. It was a beautiful thing. We won 12 units on the week, and you can find that exclusively in SoBet every single week. Check it out. Uh, the link is in the description of the podcast or video, SoBet.io. Use promo code TJ to join. You get exclusive access to uh, th- you know 30-plus handicappers from all different sports. All available. There's over five thousand people following along. Cash and tickets. All the handicappers are vetted by SoBet, and uh, the content you have to—the content we put out—and every other handicapper has to put out. You got to you, you have to put units with it. You have to track your stuff. You have to say if you have a bad week. Everybody, you got to be transparent. I love that about SoBet. It's a good time. Try it. Join it. And uh, and tail DB's round robin plays over there because a couple people did on SoBet. I saw some comments today. We had some tailors. And they're pretty happy right now. So, I'm very happy. 12-1 to hit on Sobet. Also, you know, I mentioned a name in there, Tommy Fleetwood. Does that ring Mm -hmm. a bell to you, Pat? Yeah, it does.
1: And I like Tommy. Tommy did me wrong. Well, actually,
0: Keith Mitchell did not do you wrong. Yeah, Keith Keith Mitchell did you wrong. wrong. That's right. We spun the wheel, and you lost again. Then you lost a bet to me on the golf course, the beer bet, and you had to wear my joggers. Yeah, but this was, that one was not planned. That was, that was a total setup.
1: You cannot win a bet against me head to head. You just, you can't do it's it. Been a, it's been a minute. I don't know what's,
0: what's going on with that.
1: I, um, maybe a, I need to go to church more
0: or something. <laughs> <I'm off. laughs> I actually want to see if we can play this video because I think it's so funny. I wasn't going to do this, but let's see if we can do it. This is, I mean, this is just hilarious to me. Let's see if we can share this screen here. Hold on. This is, this is. We're, we're gonna. I'm sure this will f something up, but let's just try it.
2: Oh, where's the sound?
0: Um, is there no sound? Oh, here it is. Okay, Rom, you're wearing joggers to the tournament tomorrow. Over under twelve dollars and fifty cents for a domestic beer here at the tournament. Yes. Over. Yes, he's wearing joggers tomorrow. <laughs> nine ninety nine domestic beer. beer. Great yes. price. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) quick question oh my god it was so good it was so good
1: just i literally got home from that and ordered (laughs) on amazon those those um
0: the socks you know the no the no show black socks (laughs) socks. so, in case you lost the joggers bet again, you wouldn't be stuck with white, white <laughs> yeah. uh, ankle high socks. God, that was so great, man. That was so good. Uh, that was a total setup, though. I'm literally just
1: minding my own business. It was not there. a setup.
0: You could have looked it was up. A setup. You, it was, you, a you, was a setup. It was not a setup. You could have looked up at the thing uh, walking over there. Like, we were literally walking towards the sign. You could have like just been looking around. Taking a mental picture. And then when I'd have asked you, you'd have been like, oh, I just saw that. It was not scenery. There was other scenery around that I was probably looking at. I guess I just said Pat just Benjamin buttoned in those joggers. <laughs> he wishes. I mean, they were in on clouds and white, white ankle high socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the comment Actually, I, I, I said this to DB, they were kind of comfortable. Oh, the joggers are so comfortable. they There's very loose material, very breathable material. Anyway, you, the big bet that you lost is Tommy Ladd against Keith Mitchell. So now you have a backlog of bets. that I you. Do. Up. I'm back. You have the sexy time. picture that you've not posted yet that you lost at the Amex. And now you or whatever it was. It was early. It was like West and Coast. Now LA. I got to get wa- what
1: do I have to get waxed? You got to get
0: your inner thigh waxed.
2: <sighs> okay. I mean, what are we
0: doing here? Are you going to like you got to you got to at least knock one of those down quickly. Yeah, this well, is, well, is get out of hand. A major week coming up, so that's that's uh, that's a good time yeah. to knock. One you need up. to order your, you need to go get your nair, get ready. All right, next range up to seventy five to one. I don't love it, man. Like I'm telling you, this is a tough looking week for the betting stuff. Like just in general, I mean, I only mentioned Hatton. There's some bombs I like for sure, but I don't feel great about betting this tournament. Even though I also you know dang dude like i i, I want to feel excited about it because it could be long shot season but i'm also not confident right now you know except for my top 40 round robin but i don't know maybe maybe you'll talk me into somebody why don't you start tell See, me what i you think like.
1: i think there's actually some guys we need to get excited about in here i i, I kind of feel a little bit opposite i think there's some guys that we haven't talked about in a while okay that, that that could be uh, in play. Um, Hideki's one of them. He's at twenty eight to one on FanDuel. Ooh, um, I love Hideki this week. I love him on. I love him in DFS. Ooh, and I love him in, in betting.
0: But Pat, but Pat, he's been injured. He took an injury break. Okay, what if he withdraws, Pat? That's fine. I mean, twenty eight to va-
1: one. I'm fine with the variance that you may get with him. I really am. I am in DFS. I'm not here betting, I, I don't mind. I've already bet him. So I'm, I'm going ahead and saying it right oh, now. Bet letting, him. letting him hang, huh? Yeah, I already bet him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got him what I feel like it was a little bit before uh, they're going to drop him with the Spieth news. Um, so I do like a deck. I mean, you look at the way he's played here. He finished T3 here last year to KH Lee. Um, obviously, we know he's going to check a ton of boxes when it comes to the stats. I mean, the, the guys, you know, he can make birdies, but you got to do this week. Par five scoring got to score on these par fives. He's top ten there. Um, plenty, you know. You look at his putting. I mean, I just looked at kind of overall putting. I didn't look at anything. I know yeah. these are bent grass greens or whatever, but I just, I just looked overall. I think he's thirty fifth in the field, so you know, top half, twelfth in ball. He's all. I don't want to talk about ball striking because everybody knows he's a great ball striker. But I think Hideki though is is for a guy with his talent to be at twenty eight to one, and 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 the fact that we know he can win. I love that, so I'm I'm on Hideki this week.
0: Another guy, I, I feel you. I feel you there. I, you know, listen. I've been a Hideki guy a couple of times already this year when Hideki had question marks, and so far my radar's been on, and my radar's back on. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I am interested. I, I hope he is at suppressed ownership in DFS, but I that's where I want to play him. I just think at 28 to one, I, I'm not excited about that. Like, we we wrestle with that in majors you know at 40 to 1 and obviously the field is much weaker but it just feels like i got to i got to give up a lot of units for him to play six holes and be done whereas if he's 7% owned in DFS and i can put him in 12% of my lineups or something like it's not he's not going to kill me whereas he'll piss me off and take a unit from me um if i bet him but but i understand i understand the the play he does check a lot of boxes and it you would hope and think that he doesn't even try to tee it up if he's truly Injured I mean, I thought about this a lot today, actually with Hideki. You know, hopefully he just doesn't do that, because why would he jeopardize next week if he really needs another week off and he really needs another week of rest? I like, hopefully he wouldn't jeopardize next week. But at the same time, then my fear is, okay, well, let's say he starts playing and he sucks, he starts sucking, and then it's like, "Oh, oh!" Well, you know, oh, I tripped on the sprinkler head and twisted my neck, or whatever, you know like one of those things just so he can have a, an extra few days. Or you know what I mean? Like that—that's what scares me about him.
1: Yeah, I, I get that, and I, I feel like I'm—I'm kind of ready to get hurt this week. Oh, you're ready to get hurt. Yeah, it's kind of like the pain that might come with the um, with the waxing, that kind of thing. Like I'm just—I'm just like I'm ready to to feel that pain a little bit. So, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But then um, another guy, Minwoo Lee. We talked about him a lot leading up to the Masters. He disappointed at the Masters. I feel like Min Lee could be a, another one that we bet at forty-eight to one. Min Woo. Min Wow! I think this is a good. This is a good fit for him. Okay, you know, it's a good fit for him. So I like Min at forty-eight to one.
0: I like Seamus Power. I know you're going to hate that. I know no, you're hate I, no, that. I actually have Power written down as a possible. We talked about him this morning. I, I just, forty-five I can't to one. Get over the the ledge. Is he still forty-five to one, or is he shortened? Uh. I'm seeing it at 45 to one. Let's see. Yeah, he's at 44 on Fandals, The best I see. So yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't make up my mind on Shane. I actually think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I think I'm. I think I am. Only because in this range, i I kind of halfway trust, Seamus to close it, I, I, if he's if he's feeling it. You know what I mean? Like like okay. In this range, let me ask you about a couple other guys that I was looking at. Like, Jaeger, right? I'm excited about how Jaeger's playing. We already talked about him. He's, he feels like he's leveling yeah. up. Won a bunch on the Corn Ferry Tour, right? Never really been in the conversation super late on Sunday on the PGA Tour. And if it's, if it's Jaeger playing well or Seamus playing well late on a Sunday, who do I actually really, really want to put my trust in to close it? To me, it's Seamus in that situation.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think it is. I also think this. We need to not think so much about what Kh Lee has done the last two years, which is what is he like fifty under? Yeah, yeah. And um. I do think this is a this is a scoring course. Yeah, it's, it's set up that way. It, it always has been. You got four par fives that you can score on. You got some short par threes. You got a short par four in here somewhere. I do think they're scoring. But if the weather is like it's looking right now, it's going to make it a little more difficult than it has in the past. So maybe that brings in a few others. I, yeah. I don't know. But Seamus, to me, is a guy that, like, is, is if I'm talking about a guy that we haven't talked about recently that can win this week, he's certainly one of them. Um, and I think Minwoo is one of them. I think Siwoo Kim is a guy that
0: can win this week. Really? Siwoo is 44-1, to 1, somewhere in there. By the way, did you see they made this course a par seventy-one this year? So they changed it from a seventy-two to a seventy-one. I can't remember what I, I just had it, but now I don't have it pulled up. Uh, they made one of the par fives a par four. Yeah. So it it, it you know it, the uh, the scores might not be much different, but the total the total under par might be different. I think I'm out on Siwoo this week. My Siwoo radar is not not good. I, you know why? You know why? Because me and Siwoo's paths.
2: When I go to an event, always cross. They always yeah. cross.
0: I was there for three days last week. And you didn't even see him. I never saw him. And what did he do last Where week? Where was C? Actually he played okay, I think.
1: What was he doing? Um I, I not He was never on the putting green, he was never on the driving range. We were all over the place.
0: Yeah. So he finished T forty three. And I think that's I think that's uh I think that's because, you know, I was on property and me and him didn't get a chance to talk. I, I just I feel I feel something's. Or off. could it be that he was avoiding? you? No, no. Siwoo loves me. Um, we. Just, it is a home game. It, it is a home game for Siwoo. It is. He put it that is. on his. He, he posted the uh, he posted the the lovely you know private PJ private jet feet propped up in the in the seat you know picture of my shoes on the PJ picture today saying uh, headed home home game. But he's never really played well in the home game situation. Uh, you know, here at the Byron. I don't feel like a lot of people do. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm. I just don't. Well, love, unless I, you're Steve Stricker, three in a row. KH Lee. Yeah, there we go. yeah, that's true. It all comes back. Okay, let, let me say this about this range though, because are do you have anybody else in here? No, that's it. Okay, like as we move on, what if I like? What is the real difference? Like, what, what kind of difference am I getting between. Hell, I can't even believe I'm about to say this. This doesn't even feel.
2: Am I in a. Is this real? This feels strange. Um, shit. Okay.
0: Like, what's the difference between Jaeger at 50 to 1 or whatever he is now and guys like Sebez at 80 to 1? I can't believe I'm saying this. Michael Kim at 90 to 1.
2: For that matter, Eric Cole, Dylan Wu, all over 100 to 1. What's the real difference there? Yeah, I you know, I mean
0: I just feel like if I go if I go and put money on Jaeger, I could I could get two of those guys at the same you know, for just about the same unit price and i'd have two of them i'd have two outs it just doesn't feel like that range in that like 25 30 to 1 to like 75 to 1 range it just doesn't feel that doesn't feel like i'm getting a good value feels like i'm overpaying for the same guy that i could turn right back around here and load up on two or three of them yeah
1: I, i i hear you but here's what i'm i'm thinking if you just look at the trend of the entire season that we've had so far and really going back you know before 2023 a lot of favorites and a lot of guys in the mid-range now we had Yama who was you know what 100 to 1
0: maybe yeah
1: has there been anybody else no i don't know if we have probably missing somebody not one at 100
0: and i don't think we've had one at 100 not
1: not but we seem to be in this mid Mid range to shorter odds, guys, I mean that's just where it's been,
0: so should we just bet all of our should we just spend all of our money and bet on Scotty Shuffler at three and a half to one and call it a show? yeah, let's see that <laughs> all right good good to
1: see y'all enjoyed it no i mean i I'm just saying like i and there's certainly some guys that we can bet on that are you know longer odds it's just if if we go with the trends and where it's going right now, it's just this is where these are
0: where the guys are landing that that are winning, yeah so well, I named a few guys I like. I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in Sebez in only because, like, I mean, he's definitely not proven to be any sort of winner. He's not really been in contention much. Um, but, you know, decent iron player, very short off the tee, but good iron player, really good putter. Had a couple decent finishes. Obviously, we talked about Michael Kim enough. He's, he's, he's in diff- a different kind of form right now. He's got to be co- confident. Uh, Eric Cole, 110 to one Eric Cole on points bet this morning. I will say this, man, in our, in our first look show this morning, points bet was very nice to a lot of people. So if you could, if you're available to bet on points bet this morning, you probably got some really good values. And And I noticed from, from week to week, sometimes that'll change, you know, one, one week, it feels like FanDuel's giving us a lot of love on the numbers other weeks. It feels like it's all, it's all somebody else, but this week it was points bet. I don't know where those numbers stand right now because it could have changed since we started recording, but uh, you were getting some great value on those guys. Um, Adam Schink is another one that I kind of, I kind of look at here just post baby swag feeling good right now. Home game stuff. Putting is is solid. I, I don't know. He's just another one at a triple digit number that I thought was decent. So those guys, you know, those are all guys I got my eye on. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, wait, which range are we in? Like the up to 130? 75. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, here's, here's mine. All right. Sam Stevens is one at 110 to one. I like Sam Stevens a lot.
0: I mean, is he, he 110 at, to one now? That's what I'm saying. God, he was, uh, no, he he's, he's dropped through the floor, dude. He was 110 to one this morning. He's 80 now. Oh, goodness. He is 80. He was 110 this morning. We talked about him on the show, on the show this morning. Well, he still fits in this game. Yeah, I mean eighty to
1: one, I still I don't I don't mind it. I don't I don't mind it at that number either. Um, but I do like Sam Stevens. He's been playing great lately. Um, Michael Kim, you know, we we talked
0: about him earlier and I know you know, but 110 to one is he dropped from there? Uh I have him at ninety on points bet is the best number we had before we started. So unless yeah. he's I mean, dropped he's- since we started. Yeah, ninety or ninety to one on MGM FanDuel right now yeah so he's another one that you talk about a home game with um
1: like um you know with Woo. i mean this is a home game for michael kim he lives 20 minutes from the golf course um this is where he practices a lot as a tpc craig ranch so um if you like that narrative which i'm not always big on then you know michael kim is as good as it gets this week with, with a guy that you might want to bet um in that range, it's, um, you know, where we're talking here. So those are really the two for me are
0: Stevens and and Michael Kim. I have done something to my computer. What in the world? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay,
2: I have this weird. Why am I having technical difficulties?
0: Can you still see me and hear me? Yeah, I hear you. fantastic. I have like some sort of weird window in front of my Going on. I, I don't I don't know what's happening. Okay, I'll continue. Um yeah, you're perfectly
1: fine on my
0: end. Now you're fantastic. I, I do have three names in this next range that are absolute bombs that I'm excited about. Um I'm also before we do that, gotta remind everybody to go check out the Picket app. Download it for free. You can get it in iOS or Android stores. The Picket app helps you track your bets, helps you track your bets on any. Sportsbook pretty much in the US, as well as some DFS sites like underdog, prize picks, sleeper, parlay, play, whatever something, uh, jock market, all these things. It'll let you track how you're doing, what kind of bets you do the best at over time, let you follow other handicappers, see what they do, tail them. The copy bet feature is one of the coolest things on the Picket app. I don't even I don't know how it works, but it's super cool. You just click on it and it copies the bet from that person if it's still available, takes you to the to the synced app like a FanDuel Sportsbook or DraftKings Sportsbook, loads the bet in your bet slip. You just put in the amount and confirm. It's amazing. Really easy to tell people on the Picket app. It is free, and if you download it in the description below the podcast or the YouTube video with code TJ when you sign up, and then you have to link a sportsbook. You have to link a sportsbook or one of those DFS sites, just one. Uh, Then you will get either $3. They, They will pay you $3 through PayPal or they'll send you a hundred dollars one person a day wins a hundred bucks so check that out download the picket app and we appreciate them supporting the podcast listen pat we have a segment coming at the end of the dfs show that's new that i haven't i haven't told you about um so it's going to be a surprise segment it's going to be a surprise segment but i think you'll enjoy it it's going to be i'm going to let i'm going to it's going to be an angry segment. It's kind of like the – you could kind of call it maybe the putter throw. It's similar to the putter throw. I don't throw.
1: know if I feel like getting angry,
0: though. You don't have to. It'll, it's going to be me. It's going to be me. Okay. I got three names in the bomb category that I actually like a good bit. The first one I had dinner with on Tuesday night, and he was a surprising individual. Let me mm. just say that. He was very much not like what I would have expected him to be like. We are going to have him on the show. Because he asked to come on the show. Um, very interesting. Uh, and then he had a he he made some noise at the Wells Fargo. He ended up finishing T twenty seven. Actually had dinner with two guys on Tuesday night who finished T twenty seven, Mark Hubbard. And then this guy, Nate Lashley, at 150 to 1 on FanDuel. Nasty Nate. I mean, dude, Nate, Nate is really checking some boxes. Like I ran a model on Fantasy National last 24 rounds in this field. 15th in strokes gained approach, 14th in opportunities gained, 15th in birdie or better's gained, 27th in good drives gained. 20 20th in DK points scored over the last 24 rounds. Like obviously that's more DK, but like checks the box three putt avoidance. Like 200 yards plus long-term proximity last 50 rounds, 21st in the field. Nate Nate Lashley, very interesting play. PGA tour winner coming off a 27th place finish where what did he do well? Irons and putter. I think Nate is a very interesting play here at 150 to 1.
1: Yeah, I actually like Nate. I, I didn't want to say it though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I don't it's, know why. I just don't I don't I've I've never really been a guy who's played him a lot, but it was he was a very interesting conversationalist. I'll tell you that. And then I, I wish I was there because my
1: brother said that he was, he was quite. In, it was quite interesting. He had a lot to say.
0: Nate has takes. Let's just yeah. say that Nate has takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other guy I like in here at two hundred and I got these are freaking rockets. Okay, Th- these are like Elon Musk es- experimental rockets. They could explode when we hit zero and we try to launch them, or they could shoot off and just. You know, really overwhelm everybody with greatness. I've been on this guy a good bit this week or, or this year, and a lot of times in DFS because he's a good price. But he checks boxes. The putting categories, ball striking here, um, approaches approach play has been solid, 24th in the field in proximity in the last 50 rounds at 200 yards plus. Uh, coming off a one of his best finishes here, ninth place at Valero. I'm talking about Andrew Novak at 280 to one. I like Andrew Novak, and then finally, I'm going to get out of here with this one because this is another bomb here at 400 to one on points bet. Okay, 400. Coming off an 18th place finish in Mexico, where you just got to hit bombs right, and then you got to have some good iron play. This dude's irons. Since he got on tour this is his rookie season on tour he's averaged 1.4 strokes approach per round on irons, okay? Sorry, not per round, total. 29th at the Honda, 18th in Mexico. I'm talking about Kevin Roy, baby. Kevin Roy. Kevin Roy. God. He hits it a freaking long he long, long, long. Very long. Great irons. Listen to this recent iron play. Two point five strokes. One. One. Six point one. One point one. One point nine. Two. One point two. Three point eight. That's since the RSM classic. Good long iron player.
2: That's it. But he's four hundred to one. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I mean, you know. I, I don't mind it. Yeah. I I do I did like Andrew Novak. He was one that I had written down. Um you know, I'm surprised you didn't mention Smoth Daddy. You know, Smotherman's at at, at 250 to one. I think it's the best I've seen him there. I mean, he's this is a home game for him. Yeah. Um. So he's another one that I think you could look at. I think Harry Higgs, 300 to one. He's a Texas guy. You just never know when he's going to pop. You just, I mean, you, and when you're looking at these guys at these odds, it's kind of a. I mean, you know, Higgs, we're, we're throwing wow. darts a little bit here. So, yeah. 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 But Higgs can pop at any time. So I think three hundred to one. But
0: other than that, that's that's all I really got down here. Okay. Uh let's get let's get moving to the top twenty six pack. This was hard. I will say that. This was very It was This was very, very difficult. Um We did not What did we do? We did not do great in the top twenty six pack last week. In fact, yeah. I don't know that we hit I think it was our first shutout we pitched last week on the show for the top 20. For the top 20, let me see, let me check one guy here. Uh, yeah, it was our fir- I think it was our first shutout. So, sorry. The week before, we gave you a guy at, uh, I, gave you, I gave you toasty at plus 850. So, stop whining.
2: This week, I'm not excited. I will say that. I am not excited at all. Th- I think it's very hard to find locks. Very hard to find locks.
0: I'll let you start because I think we probably will have the same guy, one of the same guy. All right. Well, I'll start it. I'll start with Hideki. I He's actually up. have
1: him down here. I know I poo pooed well, on the outright, pretty much even money plus one ten. When you're talking about lock, I mean it's like shit if he tees it up.
2: Okay. Yeah, Hideki, I like him. And then DB, I, I I'm going with Siwoo.
0: Plus 175. Ooh, no, I don't like that. I, I don't feel good about it, man. We don't have good vibes right now. But, okay. I have, I have a guy who we've not talked about yet. And I talked about him this morning in the First Look Show because I, was, I started to bet him because he does check some boxes. I don't think I can end up pulling the trigger, but who knows. I, but I do think if we're talking about a potential lock outright up top, Matt Coocher. At plus 140. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. he's he's got two top 20s here in the last two years. 12th and a 17th. He's been playing well. I think Kuchar's an interesting play. I don't know that I believe in Kucher being a winner this week, but I could believe in a top 20.
2: Plus 140. Who's your bomb? Four to one or longer?
0: Uh, Well, now I've lost where he is. Oh. While you find him, huge announcement. Forgot to mention this at the top of the show. Starting this week, we have partnered with the PGA Tour and the Golf Bet, content arm of the PGA Tour. Uh, We're really excited about it, pumped about it. Cool thing for us to be able to do. Now through the end of the season at Eastlake, you're going to be able to find two things from the Tour Junkies. One will be an exclusive DraftKings article that will – uh, that will make its way on the PJ Tour website under the Golf Bet tab. Talking about DraftKings picks, I think we're going to have probably three to four players a week written up in that column that should drop on Tuesdays, every single Tuesday. You can check that out. And then we're also going to be doing a weekly video for them on their social media feed. I think Twitter, Instagram, um, primarily those two. So, uh, you know, that, that'll be around some sort of betting, betting content there. So be on the lookout for that. And listen, if you're a TJ fan, it would go a long way if every week you engage with that content. You know, go to the article, read the article, share the article uh, on the social media thing, hit the like button, retweet it, share it on your Instagram story, comment—all those things, all that engagement, help the PGA Tour and help Golf Bet and help us. And listen, this is a big deal for the PGA Tour. Like, not not us, but like just in general, that the PGA Tour is now fully, somewhat fully embracing the betting and fantasy side of of this sport. When we first started in 2015, that was not the case, okay? We got shut out. We got stiff-armed to be media credentialed. We got shut out to have conversations with the Tour about doing content around this stuff. So you guys are watching us and following us because you like DFS betting, you know, DFS golf and betting on golf. So reinforce that you're grateful for what the PGA Tour is investing in um you know by sharing this content and not just ours but other content that golf bet is putting out if you see it on golf bet on twitter instagram wherever that is that is the pj tours new betting and dfs uh you know side so reinforce it and let them know we've also talked to them about like when we go to a you know events pj tour events where they're in a legal gambling state maybe coming on site and they'll have more production value there at hand that we can do more things from on site all of that stuff gets you know, gets more attention and gets here quicker if you guys as fans of the of that content of the PJ tour engage in what they put out on social. It tells them and it tells the people who make the decisions that people want this stuff and people are interested. So don't just be a lurker, okay? That would be helpful. But starts this week. So on Tuesday, you should find our article on Golf Bet and then be on the lookout for the video. All right. Four to one, who's your bomb? I'm gonna go back to the well with Carson Young. You know, he had the top 20
1: at the Heritage. He had a top 20 in, Me- in Mexico. Bad week last week when we really talked about him, which is, you know, kind of sucked. But he's plus 700. I think we go back to Carson Young. I don't like anybody really in this range. It's there, a lot of them are just, they just, nothing, you know, a lot of times when I'm looking at a, at, at a guy that's 4-1, to 5-1, to one, somewhere around in this range, I feel like I I feel pretty confident in some. And in this case, I don't. So I'm just going to go a little bit. I'm going to go with Carson Young here at, at plus 700.
0: He was one of the ones I wrote down. I also had Kevin Roy written down, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go a little safer on the f- bomb side since he went plus, you know, a large number there with Cameron with uh, Carson Young. I, I mean, wh- we can't deny what Jimmy Walker's been doing, right? I no, mean, you
1: can't. I agree.
0: In 2020, 2020-
1: I had said that you would have flip flopped. You would have gone completely another direction. <laughs> Talk about an old guy. No, no, years. no.
0: I mean, damn, dude. I mean. 13th at the Farmers, 15th in Mexico, 14th last week in an elevated event. There's three top twenties for you. You know, 25th at the Heritage, 22nd at the Valero. On top of that, like his his iron play's been very good. His short game's been tremendous. His putter's been fantastic. Like Jimmy Jimmy Dubb is is doing his thing. And that like now you get him in Texas. You know, I mean, I don't know where he lives in Texas, but I mean, I know it's a huge state, but still, like, he's gotta be, you know. This is his, These are his people, you know. So I think Jimmy Walker at four to one might be one to look at. Okay. Uh, anything else, Pat? Ah, uh, no.
2: That's all I got. We got
0: a jam-packed DFS show because I got a I got some heat to bring.
2: All right, we good. I
1: think so. Thanks,
0: everybody. Listen, next week's the PGA Championship. Can't wait for that. It's gonna be uh, gonna be exciting. Second Great major of the course. year i already started doing some early research on Oak Hill. Place looks beautiful. Place looks super, super mint. Those Donald Ross greens that got redone a couple years ago just look fantastic. I love Donald Ross greens. I would, God, I, would, I just love them. They get me going. They get, they get me. They get me, man. I feel it in my diamonds. My 12-year-old calls it his diamonds. He just want to go up there and eat those greens. Dude, I, yeah. Oh, God. Like- it reminds me of the grass at Wells Fargo. That was some pretty grass. The grass at the entrance of Quail Hollow is the nicest grass in the world. In the world. It's unbelievable. Anyway. All right.
2: Thanks for watching. Bend over your bookie. See ya. Out!